0: Dial is not in service at this time. Hey, welcome back to the Nick Wookiee Project. I'm Nick. It's just a podcast with regular people, everyday conversations. Let's get it. Hey, so uh, today we got Kavika back on the podcast, and you're gonna be seeing and or seeing, actually maybe. Maybe there will be some seeing in the future. Eventually, um, we do have the means. Yeah, yeah, that'll be fun. But uh, yeah, that's on the road probably. I mean, that's yeah. a lot of work. That's a lot of work. It's quite a bit of work. Uh, but a lot of people are doing that now. Like we were just talking, Spitballers. Did you watch the uh, Spitballers? Is a podcast that Kavika told me about. Basically, it's these dudes. It's three guys. They have a podcast about. They were doing it about football. It's called the Fantasy
1: Footballers. Yeah, um, they won many awards. They just have amazing chemistry. So they decided that they're going to try and rebrand Mondays and release a purely entertainment podcast and they do stuff like would you rather they do mock drafts of like yeah. everyday uh, items or like things that you would battle with or it, yeah, it's yeah. just pure entertainment
0: Yeah, Um, it's really good. Anyway, you told me about that. I started listening to it, but just recently they started doing like YouTube video with the podcast.
1: Right. So they were uploading it to YouTube, but they just had a it was it was just a screen graphic, and now they have the actual footage of them having the podcast. I gotta see what they look like. It's entertaining, and and they don't look like you would expect. Much like I'm sure people listening right now have a, have a image of what you and I look like. It's yeah. probably not
0: correct at all. Yeah, it's probably not <laughs> correct at all. Um, I'm way more in shape than I sound. <laughs> now, anyway, yeah, so uh, we'll be... we got some new stuff coming up. We'll let you guys know. It's been since April since our last podcast. This is episode 8, and I, it's, I think it's just going to be called Naked and Convica. We'll, we'll see, but... um, We can probably figure out something more creative. Well, I meant the episode name of this. <laughs> oh. This episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh... Yeah. Why don't we just jump right in? Um, I have been MIA for like, I've been so busy. So April, um, I have a daughter. She's now like a little over one. I've decided me and Melissa both. I'm not going with the month thing. I'm not saying she's, I think she's actually what, like if I was to really give you the estimate, it's uh, July. She's almost what? April, May, June, July, 12, almost 15 months old. You see how long that took me. So that's one reason is yeah, I just. Well, didn't, you didn't want to stick with the, the weeks. Oh gosh, and the days <laughs> and the. So anyway, she's she's a little over one, but April she turned one. So super busy planning her party and everything, um, you know, big one year old party kind of a thing. Fun party by the way. Yeah, I was. I'm glad you guys came. It was really fun. And then right after that, I went to Maui for a few days, and then I went back to I went to the East Coast. I'm from Maryland. So I went and visited my family uh, then. Oh, before that, though, so like had the birthday party, went to Maui for a few days, came back, and then my grandma passed away. Right. So I'm really close to my grandmother. Um, so I flew back to Maryland, and I officiated her funeral. Mm-hmm. told you about that. Yeah. And then um, came back here to Hawaii, and then we went back about a week later. I went back to the East Coast again because we scheduled a trip months ago to go back. Completely unrelated. Completely unrelated, yeah. So I was in the East Coast. For two weeks basically, and then got back here. And then I had a trip in just recently, I just got back from that. I was in Florida, Orlando, Florida, for about a week at this like conference thing. I took four high schoolers and another like guy um, to help me to this conference, and uh, we stayed at this unbelievable hotel. It was called the World Marriott Resort, something like that. I never Ubered so much in my life because we didn't rent a car, so it was a lot of fun. And the resort had three water slides, two like kind of curly ones, uh, you know you know what I mean? Just Cur- yeah. in the
1: resort itself, not
0: its own park, just the Yep, resort. just in the resort. Right. So the, it had a huge hotel outside, had like three or four pools with like hot tubs and stuff. And then it had three water slides. Two were like just regular kind of, you know, they take you around and stuff, mm-hmm. uh, kind of fast. And then one was a speed slide that's 100 foot. So two 70 foot ones and 100 foot one. Um and that was just at the hotel. And the, we got a rate. It was $149 a night. And we had two rooms. That's insane. And there was four people in one room and two people in the other room. And we just split it. So you figure $149 per night divided by six, uh, four people. Right in the one room. Right. Whatever that cost that is. Cheap. That's dirt cheap. Yeah. Basically free. <laughs> I just remember
1: going around like we re- me and my now wife. Yeah. Uh, we took a trip to New Zealand. Where we rented a camper van, but of course my luck. Every road trip that I go on, the car breaks down. Oh yeah, yeah. We ended up renting a car and then staying in hotels. And I remember the price of hotels just for like even even hostel like level from your accommodation type thing compared to a hotel. They were you know 100, 100 bucks. So to hear that you can get like a resort with water slides and the type of luxuries that you're describing this sounds ridiculous.
0: Yeah. And that included lunch and dinner. That 149 Oh, no. That was maybe in the registration. Anyway, it ends up being $37.25 a night That's insane. per person. That doesn't I mean there's, there's taxes up. But all that to say, it was freaking dope, dude. It's really fun. In the pool a lot. I mean, it was cool. And then we went to Universal Studios We'll talk about that a little later, but that was incredible. I'd never been there before, and uh, yeah, so I've just been busy doing all that, and then I leave again. I'm going on another trip in like less like four days. I'm just going out of island for like four or five days, so I'm going on this like bow hunting trip. So I've been pretty busy, um, but I'm glad to be back, and we're gonna be kicking on a lot more of this stuff once I get back from that trip. And you got a trip you're going on too?
1: Yeah, so I leave uh, this coming August, well, next month I guess on the seventh. Me and my wife are going on a honeymoon. We got
0: married in June. Hey. Uh, so is, if I had a, um, uh, a clap track, I would play it right be, 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 be. now. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so we got married in June, going on a honeymoon. We didn't want to go right after; it just seemed like too much. Um, I like that. that was a good idea. But yeah, so Mediterranean, we're gonna go on a cruise. The Celebrity Edge. It's their. I think it was just built last year or finished building uh, last year. So it's an enormous boat. That's the name of the boat. Is Cele- Celebrity well, the, Edge? The cruise line is Celebrity. Oh, okay. And then the the cruise the ship itself is called the Edge. Oh, that's cool. And they have an app that you can like go through and look at all the decks and and all the plan uh, the floor plans and all that yeah. kind of stuff and. It, it's really, really interesting.
0: Talk to me like... You don't even got to talk to me and pretend that I knew nothing about a cruise. Talk to me because, <laughs> because I knew nothing about like, Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: So, uh, you, you go on a regular vacation. You figure you pay for airfare. You land. You rent a car. You find a hotel. You stay there. You pay for food, um, transportation, gas, all that kind of stuff. When you go on a cruise, it's it's just pure luxury first of all but you you pay for the airfare of course and then maybe a shuttle sometimes the cruise line has a complimentary shuttle that goes from tra- straight from the airport to the dock oh nice yeah you get on the cruise and you you put everything away including your credit cards cash there's no there's no money exchange in a traditional way okay and you get this card that is basically like your ID, it's your your charge card. Everything is charged to your room, but everything's connected to this card. It's your access to
0: your... That way you can't like lose your regular card, they give you like a cruise card exactly.
1: So it's just a level of safety and a level of convenience that you just Take for granted. Yeah, cause it's way easier to just give everybody a card and say, "I want this." You think that do they do a wristband? Can they do that, like a wristband I, with, sure. a, with a I mean, chip in it? To be honest, like I have no idea what Celebrity Edge is going to. Yeah, have, yeah. But the, the cruises I've gone in the past, they've done cards. They they're that's waterproof. Cool. You just
0: oh, okay, put put okay. in your pocket. Yeah.
1: So so you jump in the pool and the cards in your pocket. Yeah, back. that's nice. Um, but you think of transportation. Obviously, the cruise is transporting you everywhere you need to go aside from shore excursions, food is all-inclusive. So they have a 24-hour uh, – it's like a buffet. but 24-hour 20, buffet? Yeah, you, you can walk in at any t- – there's no seating time. There's no, like, opening, closing. There's, there's breakfast, lunch, and dinner. And they, they just rotate the, the menu, basically. They rotate the menu, and maybe some days they'll have specials. But you literally just walk in at any point – in your cruise and you can make a plate of whatever and celebrity is known for their cuisine Mm. i think um i've been on celebrity before too Oh, okay their food is incredible that's one of the cuisine options there and then every night there's a there's a, a dining experience which is it's pretty much fine dining every night okay um there's a set menu that you can choose from and then Depending on where you go, which port you're at, they make a special menu for for that. Oh, night. kind of relating to wherever right. the area you're in. Exactly, so you can have the option to go to this higher end dining experience every night, and and dine there, and and you
0: don't pay. That either. Okay, that's what I was going to say. So, so there's two separate rooms, sort of. One area is just for the buffet, all that stuff. And then this other area is like a restaurant, basically. It, it's a restaurant like a style. And
1: then the, if you just take the prices off of everything, you take the quantities off of everything, and um, you probably also take the, the waiting time off of everything. Huh. Because uh, I think you get assigned, like, a time that you have the option to go. And And that's every night every you could night.
0: go? Yeah. Why wouldn't I just go to that restaurant every night? Because I guess it takes a lot more time. Well, it takes... Well, number one, it takes time. But also, like, a lot of times you're at a port, right? Uh, so you want to yeah, go out... Yeah. And I, got to school, right? I got you now. I got you. And eat the cuisine in that. Yeah. Basically, night. I might not ever use that then. If I'd rather... My personality... Right. If I'm, like, traveling somewhere, I want to go, like, eat wherever I'm at versus staying on the ship that I'm always on. Yeah. So they do have a couple of nights at sea where you don't have the option. I mean, I guess you dive
1: in the water. Yeah, (laughs) yeah, yeah. (laughs) You're probably not going to have a pretty good meal, but... Yeah. uh, So, and then they have a formal night where you can bring... You you actually... I don't think they allow you in without, like, a a sport jacket. Cool. So you
0: got to kind of bring some formal wear kind of Yeah, you got to bring some formal wear. That's fun. It's called, like, the the
1: captain's dinner or something like that. Oh, nice, nice. So everybody dresses up. It's, like, prom. Yeah. Oh uh, fun. To tuxedo. Yeah, so it, it'll be fun. Uh, I'm pretty excited. I've never been to
0: Europe, so... So, like, okay, every cruise is different in the sense of where it goes, of course. Mm-hmm. So you're going to be flying somewhere and then getting on the ship? Or is the ship picking you up here? No, no. So what
1: happens is the ship uh, goes to different regions for different seasons. So they'll do this same cruise probably... Three or four times uh, for whatever season, I guess a summer season. Yeah. Um, so people will fly into this one, is particularly Rome is the first port of call. Ah. So we will fly into Rome, obviously not directly into Rome. Yeah, yeah. Go to like a million different places and then to Rome. Yeah. And then it'll go in a big circle, come back to Rome, and then we'll disembark, and then I... I assume the next group of people who are going on the cruise after that will do a similar one. I think they might be a little bit different, yeah. but but generally they stay in the same area. Huh? And then they have between seasons, which is I think um, they have the transatlantic.
0: Oh yeah, yeah, um, yeah, yeah.
1: Cruise where when they all done cruising in the Mediterranean, they'll come down. Oh, sorry. Oh, you're good. They'll come down and go to the Caribbean, and then they do cruises there. So and those are all at sea. Obviously, there's nowhere to
0: stop. <laughs> That's super dope. Yeah. I mean, that's like... It, you know what's... Man, I just got so many things to say. I know nothing about a cruise. It sounds cool. I heard that they... Okay, what I do know is they make a fun little animal out of your towel every morning. The, yeah. That's all I... And then... I guess there's pools on the ship. I heard some places they have gambling on the ship. Like so... Like slot machines and... Yeah.
1: So there's there's a casino on one of the decks. Uh, they have specialty restaurants where you can pay like an access fee. Like you literally... Like a door fee. Where you, Like, it's 20 bucks to get in, and then they treat it just like er the other restaurants were. Once you're in, you can order whatever you want, as much as you want, uh, and stay for, uh, I think, a set amount of time. You can't just cruise in there all day, but...
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: um, They have pools. Some of them have, like, a rock climbing wall and a huge outdoor amphitheater. I think Caribbean is known for their extreme, like, architecture of
0: the boat itself. Dude, that's going to be cool, dude. I mean that's like so you're in, in in the sea basically on the boat for a week. Yeah. Uh, wow. But I think it's I think it's nine nights. Wow. Yeah. That's amazing. All basically for a flat rate. It's like you pay a flat rate for the right. cruise and it's all inclusive. Yeah. Dang man. You I mean. How much are these rate? not you don't have to tell me how much your cruise is Well, specifically, I'll,
1: t- I'll tell like, you what uh, what we've done in the past is I've I've done uh, Alaskan cruise which was I believe it was 7 nights. And you can go on an Alaskan cruise these days for like 5 600 bucks per person. That's crazy. Yeah. That's cool man. I mean I need 5 to 600 do that. bucks will cover your your hotel room. Yeah. On a standard trip.
0: Yeah, and you're getting that
1: as well. Yeah. Plus food, all that stuff. Like that's why I think if you're if you're just into pure like leisure, right, the cruise is right. the ultimate.
0: Yeah, because you don't have to plan anything. You could just yeah. wake up on the boat. Go. Mm-hmm. We're gonna go swim in the pool today. Mm-hmm. We're gonna just gorge ourselves to death with all the food. Yeah, and, and then, then just evening activities. They probably have shows and things like that. Right.
1: So they have a theater and they have like they have really good entertainment. There's an Apple store on some of them.
0: <laughs> oh my! That's insane. How many people are on
1: these boats? Because their service is so high end, they probably have a crewman per guest. So th- there's uh, probably I however see, many I guests see.
0: are there's probably twice as many. I got what you're saying. Total yeah, huh. on the boat. Do you ever see the captain? The guy. Is there really a guy driving the ship? Yeah, there is, and they're all Greek. Really? Yeah. Ah, huh. so Harry. I, that... <laughs> <laughs> I guess. And that's that's gonna be so much fun, dude. Yeah. And I think what's cool too is it's, it sounds like a good opportunity. I know you, but like. You can turn yourself off for a little bit. Right. You know what I mean? And relax. Right. And, like, it's nice when you live a life, you know, because, like, with your job and business, you're having the kind of... Get everything yourself. You know, you're setting up appointments. You're you're not just like clocking in and clocking out. You're kind of always going with your job. Yeah. And same with Jordan, right? She's like doing the um. You know, she's a lawyer, man, and so she's just got so much stuff going on. Yeah. So it's gonna be so nice just not having to think. Yeah. Like, wake up whenever. You know, like they the food. You know what I mean? You don't gotta make any decisions on the cruise. And that's why I
1: think it'll be it. It would be an incredible experience for you and Mel.
0: Yeah. Because,
1: I mean, you talk about all that stuff with me, but you have a similar situation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you actually have to balance like. A, another job where you are scheduled yeah yeah and then the other stuff where you're scheduling stuff, yeah. scheduling things yourself probably more
0: <laughs> yeah it'd be fun it'd be fun to do it too like with um, uh, when you have kids especially when they're a little older because you could just say go in the pool yeah yeah you know and like you know that there, there's a lot of people there like mm-hmm. watching and stuff and I don't know, it just, sound, it just sounds like a lot of fun. I don't know why I've never gotten this cruise life before. That's cool, man. That's super cool. I know they do Disney cruises. Yeah. I've heard of those. i heard those are fun. And yeah. So, like, okay, so you're going to be on the boat, and then they're going to port at certain places. Right. And now, so basically, they'll say, okay, we're going to, like, pull into, tell, yeah, tell me about your ports that you're doing. Um, do you I mean, know I'm curious
1: I think, well, obviously, we disembark is the thing. Okay. Is the official term?
0: Yeah. From
1: Rome, and then our first port of call is um, it is Naples.
0: Oh, nice! Hey, that's where my family's from. Really? Yeah, I'm from. That's my. You know, I'm Italian, so okay. Some Italian, but yeah. So yeah. uh, So Naples. uh, I mean. Oh, so you're gonna be going to you're gonna go to Naples. Mm -hmm. Basically, you're gonna get off the boat, and then you kind of got some options. Can you go just do whatever and be back at a certain time? You can
1: do whatever you want. And when we went on the Alaska cruise, uh, we stopped. Mendenhall Glacier was. At, I think it was Juno. Okay, I, I could be mistaken. It, it was one of the port of calls, but Mendenhall Glacier was near one of them. Yeah. So we just rented a car for a day because it was cheap enough, and then yeah. we just drove to Mendenhall Glacier, and then we went our own hike. We, a lot of times, like on the boat, they'll give you this huge list of every excursion that they they have at each port of call, yeah. and of course it's upsold because it's going through the cruise line, yeah. and then. But you can literally get off the boat and do whatever you want while you're there. And it's just, just basically be back at a certain time. Yeah, you'd be back at a certain time, and then the boat uh, no, no, uh, leaves, and then just do the same thing at the next stop. Cool. It's 12 hours. Uh, 12 hours at
0: Naples, I think, is similar. And time. you have to be on the boat. Like, you have to get back on the boat. Like, yeah,
1: I've, I've heard of people that, that miss the disembarking, but... They're able to like you know catch a, a small flight to the next port. And then yeah, that's just to
0: say you could always like somehow catch the next port, probably. Yeah, or something like that. But sometimes it gets complicated because the next port might be in another country. Oh shoot! And so, what if all your passports and stuff are in right? The room? So
1: it's very, <laughs> it's very imperative to get back on the boat. Oh, just wow! Just for
0: convenience' sake. That's cool. Wait, dude, you should get on a gondolier. You know that you you and Jordan should, like. Is it a gondola? Was <laughs> that was Something maybe the like Gondolier that. is the guy that. On oh the yeah, gondolier. maybe he's the guy with this big stick right, right. that's just pushing you Sings through the uh, sewers. Yeah, that would be fun, dude. Wonderful. You that's should surprise beautiful. her. Don't tell her, and like plan like some like we're gonna go is and like, like get a loaf of bread and a bottle of wine <laughs> and you know go on the little boat that they you know push you with a stick down the sewer. Right, right. It'd be fun. Now I think that is in Venice. Uh, Italy? Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: yeah. I'm sure the they do right. it elsewhere, but I don't know if they're going to have that sort of thing.
0: Well, that would be the... Uh, yeah. That's where you see it, like in the movies and stuff, right? right? Oh, that's cool. That's, that's going to be a lot of job. fun. Yeah, yeah, that's right. That's right. I love that. You're like the third person this week to reference that movie to me. I need to watch it. What? Italian job, right? You've never seen the Italian job. No, no I've seen it. Oh, okay. I, need, I must need to watch <laughs> it again because my friend's like, that's where I fell in love with just Mini Coopers. It's like, I fell in love with Mini Coopers from that movie. I'm like, okay great fun still not cool having (laughs) a mini cooper but whatever (laughs) not cool man so you're gonna go to uh basically mediterranean sea does the boat get rough like do you get seasick it it all depends
1: on the water i mean it is a lot more manageable on a huge boat just because yeah obviously it's physics yeah but uh there can be times when you go out to sea and the waves are so big that it actually rocks the boat um so when i was on the first one there was. We went all the way up the the, co- uh, the west coast <laughs> to, okay, yeah, yeah. to Anchorage, and then um, instead of just disembarking in Anchorage and then flying home from Anchorage, it actually went all the way back down to Seattle. So it was this is one this one long stretch at open sea, and the water was a lot rougher. So my brother who was with me at the time was just miserable. Oh yeah, he's the kind of guy that, like. Doesn't matter. You can give him uh, drama, me. Yeah. You can give him the wristband. You can put the patch on his thing. It doesn't matter. He, he's gonna get sick. So. Yeah.
0: Dang man. Well, that's gonna be cool, dude. Are you? Let me ask you then. Are you taking your camera? I am taking my camera, but I'm taking one lens. Okay, nice. Yeah, because you just want to be able to enjoy right. it. And yeah. Are you gonna try and do a sunrise shoot or? No, I mean like that?
1: they all we we uh, all the ports that we go to we get in it like. Eight or nine, so sunrise is kind of out of the question. And yeah. if I do sunset, it probably won't get back in time. Yeah. yeah so yeah. I'm just, good, dude. Yeah, That's I've good. given up having to do that. Yeah. Um, relinquished my photographer responsibilities to the world. <laughs> yeah. So you can relax, basically. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Nice man. That's gonna be
1: so much. Fun. But I have been itching to, to go on a you know a, a more adventurous vacation.
0: Just because. Yeah. I, yeah. I live on that kind of stuff. I, yeah. I thrive in those kinds of environments. Yeah. What's well, wrong? Well, um. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. That was I follow you on Instagram and stuff like that. Um what your Instagram is what? You want to if anyone uh, wants it, to check it out. It's
1: Darth Kanaka D A R T H K N A K A.
0: Yeah. Um but I was just curious cuz I've been following you recently and you've been posting some um you know photos and stuff. Yeah. And uh so being someone that like, you know, needs photos basically. I mean, taking pictures and stuff like that. But do you go out and seek like I don't know, do you, do you have like a you need to be going out and taking photos basically all the time because you need to get new stuff, right? Yeah, I mean,
1: well, for me it didn't start out as like I have this urge to take photos. Everybody has their little way of decompressing yeah. and, and uh, a lot of people meditate. Yeah. For me it's like going out in nature and taking photos. And okay. The, the process of creating photos is, is therapeutic to me. Yeah. So uh, a lot of times if I, if I don't shoot for a long time, uh, I'll, I'll just get antsy and I'll, I'll feel like incomplete kind of yeah, thing,
0: yeah, yeah, Or just, you know...
1: That's like your outlet. Yeah, it's my outlet. So, um, in that sense, like, it doesn't bother... I'm not doing it for, for Instagram. Sake. Yeah.
0: No, of course not. Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah. I didn't mean that at all. So, basically, it's like you're, you take you taking something you really love doing and you're just sharing with people, you know? Right. Right. But I, I guess I'm more just asking, like you ever felt a little bit of the pressure of like, man, I, I like want to get some new photos. I just haven't right. been out yeah. in a while. You know, you're getting no, there. Is, there is
1: that, there is that, um, that itch, uh, especially when my Instagram has been stagnant for a long time. And I yeah. just like, I haven't posted anything in, in a month or so. A, a lot of times I'll just, I'll just make a date and I'll say like, hey, I got to start shooting again yeah. on this date. And in the end, it becomes more about appreciating the fact that I'm out there again. It, yeah, it's not about the photos that I get. Yeah, it's that's just, just the extra part, basically. Yeah, that's it's just the, the bonus. On top. But I just like being out there and shooting, yeah. and being
0: creative. Do you go through phases of like wanting to use your drone, doing video, and oh, using sure. different lenses and stuff yeah. like that? Yeah. Are you in a drone mode now, or I am just because uh, I'm probably in less shape than I was
1: oh, previously. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because uh, well. I was planning a wedding. That's um, right, yeah. We, I had a big animation project, which means uh, I wasn't out shooting and being active. So going to the gym and my running kind of just took a back to seat work yeah. out. Yeah, took a back seat to everything else. So I was out of shape and now I'm just like, well, I got some photos, but I don't want to get out of the car. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll open the door, drop the drone off, launch it, and sit Wait, in the car dude, in the So you drone? For, oh, dude, I never even it, thought about it's that. It's the most... Yeah, it's the most... Low effort yeah.
0: photography. Hey, what do you think about um, you know, with technology, right? If you're if you're using drones, cameras, and stuff like that, how what would you recommend if someone's listening? Because I feel like we have listeners, you know, that are interested just in that stuff. stuff. How often should they upgrade?
1: I firmly believe in. It sounds cliche. It's yeah. not about the camera, right? Um, I haven't upgraded my. Well, actually, I just recently upgraded, but be, before that, I had an upgrade. I was using an A seven R Mark One which is something that came out in, I think, maybe maybe six, seven years ago. Maybe, uh, maybe not that long. Yeah. But it was a long time. More than most photographers would want to use a camera. Yeah. And I still use... It's a 5D Mark III. I think that came out in 2012, possibly. I might okay, just yeah. be making these up. Yeah. But um, it, it's a long time. It's longer than most photographers care to keep their camera. They usually mm-hmm. like to upgrade. So I would say, like, get the camera that... Is going to do exactly what you need it um, for how far you want to take your photography. Yeah, yeah. Every, every camera will take incredible photos these days.
0: And I know you were interested in, in getting a camera Dude, too. I still am, man. And That's part of my issue though is like I think I've settled what I'm going to get. I'm going to – I just am – I love technology first of all. So I like knowing I'm like getting something really good and something this and that. But I've realized my – ability as a photographer is so crappy that like I don't want to invest so much money when I know nothing but I also don't want to get something really crummy like a not that point and shoots are bad but Mm -hmm. I want something I can put a lens on Mm -hmm. so I'm going to go I'm going to go with a Sony either the 6300 Mm -hmm. 64 or 65 whatever Mm -hmm. I can get the best deal on I think that's kind of where I settled is either the sixty three, four or five, whatever I can just find a good deal on because those are great. I think it would do everything I wanted to do. It could do some videoing, and then I'm going to try and look more for some lenses that'll last a right. lot longer because that's what they say, right? Don't worry yeah, yeah. so much about the body; worry about the lens you're going to get. Right, the lens
1: is probably going to dictate your image uh, yeah. more than the body
0: in in most cases. Yeah, because um, even even like whatever camera I get, my computer I don't even it's not your even four K. <laughs> You know, so, I, you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't yeah. need a camera that's shooting an 8K video because mm-hmm. I'm not even going to be able to see it. Right. So. And nobody's,
1: uh, you know, nobody's consuming 8K video. Right. YouTube has a 4K option, so does Vimeo. But uh, on a grand scale, like, 4K just isn't consumed Yeah. as much as people think it is. Yeah, so it's not. It, yeah. The real, for as a videographer, the real benefit of 4K for us is when we do things like interviews. Um, a lot of times in interviews... Uh, People don't speak fluidly, so you have to cut ums and, or cut out gaps when they, they're not speaking or they fumble on a word or something like that. And usually you have two cameras so that you can cut from one to the other and it doesn't seem... They call it a jump cut when yeah. you have the same camera and you just cut out a section and you butt them up together and then you see the frame changes and then all of a sudden it, it it's, it's a little jarring. Huh. So... I never... Dude, that makes so much... I never thought about that. That makes a lot of sense. Yeah, so... A lot of times you have two cameras so that you can cut to that second camera so that it looks like a fluid. Um, he's speaking fluidly in one one sentence. Yeah. Um, when in actuality, there's a bunch of stuff that was cut out in between them. Yeah. But if you have a 4K camera, most videos consume 1080p. 4K is four times as much as that. Right? So you just
0: got more to work with, basically. Yeah.
1: So you got you have, you have this big area and it's more resolution than the video is going to be. So if you scale it upwards and crop in. It looks like it's a different camera. It's a tighter shot, and you can, but because the the um, the composition is different, it looks like it's a second camera, and you're cutting to that. Oh, dude, but that's if do so you, that's know, you cut out a bunch of stuff in the middle. Yeah, huh? Yeah.
0: That's so dope. That's,
1: that's the dope. practical application for 4K video. Yeah, it, I've never heard me. that
0: sell on that before. But I'm not talking to people in the industry, really. all right?
1: So, but, but when people are are selling like 4K video on their phones and all that kind of stuff, and yeah. To me, like, there's not
0: a lot of practical use for it because nobody's going to consume it at that yeah. at that resolution. Dude, it, even seeing people use their like, like smartphone, iPhone, and stuff. Mm-hmm. You ever see people they start recording in portrait mode, mm-hmm. and then while they're recording the video, they flip it to <laughs> landscape. Everything in me dies. I just can't stand <laughs> that. It just bugs the life out of me. And then they're wondering why they can't rotate it, right? And I'm like, oh. Yeah, but anyway, that's my plan, man. I'm gonna I'm gonna save up and buy something something like that. Like yeah, a, you're like a the older. perfect
1: example of like. So what kind of? Well, well, let's just use you as like a, someone that I would talk to and see what kind of needs they have, and then what camera I would recommend.
0: So what kind of stuff are you? Trying yeah, to yeah shoot? sure, that'd be fun. So okay, I want to take. Family pictures, Mm -hmm. you know, like me and Melissa and Ayla. Let's say we go to the zoo. It would be fun to take a few photos of that. Um, That would be just kind of fun. My iPhone works for that, basically. Mm -hmm. Uh, Other stuff that I want to do with it, I really would love to do – I'd love to get like a nice star trail or something as well that I can like print out like Mm -hmm. just for myself. Personal use. Yep, personal use. And, um, you know, I go a lot at like – I've been going on a lot more hunting trips and stuff, and I would love yeah. to use it to capture some of that stuff. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, I think that would just just be fun, and uh, yeah, probably just some generic videoing stuff, like for one of my jobs, you know, here. Yeah. Like I think that would be cool to use it to video maybe some interviews or mm-hmm. just things like that. Um, nothing really crazy. Yeah, I think uh, you're looking at exactly where you need to look
1: with the the Sony. The Sony is small; it's extremely small. It's really yeah, big, that's you like fit in your pocket yeah. basically. The sensor is big, so you can do your star trails. Uh really that's the only thing that sticks out to me, because uh star trails require a lot of light gathering. Yeah. The bigger the sensor, the more light you gather, right? Um otherwise I'll I would actually recommend looking at something like a a handheld, like Sony makes this this camera called the RX one hundred, I think. Um Still records all 4K video, still has the same, essentially the same specs, but it's a smaller sensor. Right, right, and right. And that, you wouldn't have to attach a lens. I mean, you wouldn't have the option to get, like, a super long telephoto lens that yeah. can zoom into the moon or anything like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. But you'd probably be able to capture 99% of what you're talking about. And that's probably going to save, if, if you went that route, you'd probably save, you know, hundreds of dollars. Yeah,
0: yeah. Huh, yeah. That's a good idea. I, I never thought about that. I always thought, oh, might as well just get, get something interchangeable lens. I know like yes. those Sony ones are real. Everyone's been talking about mm-hmm. them. Like they're really popular now. Yeah, yeah. And I love the body style because. It's, it's really it's easy 90, to carry yeah. on. Yeah. And then I want Melissa to be able to use it too. Like she definitely right. wants to kind of use it. Um, yeah, that's cool, man. I'll, yeah. I'll definitely check that out. That's fun. Yeah, it's actually a camera that I've been looking at because
1: of stuff like the cruise. I don't want – like if I had the option not to bring my camera, yeah. something I can that I can fit in my pocket, even my shirt pocket, this camera will fit in there. There's no appreciable – difference in the type of images that yeah. i capture compared to what
0: I usually shoot with. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Huh. That's kind of good to know. I mean, I'd also maybe, like, do do a sunrise. Something would be kind of cool. Mm. Um, I don't know. It just it just seems like... I don't know if I would even like it either. Like, yeah, I mean, yeah. it may be, like, too tedious for me. Yeah, yeah. Um, but, yeah, it'd, it'd be fun to check out. I should, like, go to Camera One or whatever it's called and rent a camera and see if they, like, have ones they can rent as well and see yeah, yeah. something like that. Would be uh, I would
1: recommend anybody in Hawaii um Pro camera, pro camera in, maybe that's the thing. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah,
1: yeah. Um, Tony over there is a really nice guy. He'll help you out. It'll, if you have a situation like this
0: and you explain to him what you're looking for, he can he can walk you through the whole thing. Yeah, yeah. well, I trust your. I mean, whatever you say is I, I definitely do. So <laughs> um, that's cool. I mean, I'd also like the. Oh yeah, the other thing too would be videoing some of this stuff. Yeah, yeah. Like that, that's of course a huge mm-hmm. a huge part of that too. That'd be kind of cool. So. Awesome, I love that. Yeah, maybe we can even, re- like, it, it, when I get something, we you can kind of do, like, a fun little, like, this is a beginner, this is where you can start with, yeah, yeah. that'd be kind of fun, too.
1: Yeah, I, like I have a, a YouTube channel, our, our studio, our stu- well, it's under the studio name, but I kind of run it, and it, yeah. it's just whatever I want to put on there. Um, so I have some educational stuff of like, how to shoot Milky Way stuff, or yeah um how how to shoot video in in this new day and age with camera technology. And, yeah. Um, so if you guys are interested, uh, youtube.com slash ninth av studio nine the number nine. Um, but maybe we can do some stuff like that and uh, create some content for that as well. But I know that that video these days and photo photography is is becoming extremely popular. It is, yeah, it, yeah it really everybody is. that you talk to I, and it's obviously has to be like the age of Instagram and, and yeah. Facebook, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, Social media to, is really driving people yeah. wanting to just be a part of that in any it, way. It's all visual content. Yeah. So, especially Instagram, which is all visual content, essentially, it, it's driving this whole new wave of people that want to want to show everybody what their life yeah. is like.
0: Yeah. That's why I find podcasts so interesting. Yeah. Because social media is so visual, mm-hmm. but podcasts, people listen to podcasts like no one's business now. Right. And that's not visual. Mm-hmm. That's audio, right? I mean, you're not really able to see anything generally. A lot, a lot of more people are doing video with it, but it's just so surprising to me that it's so popular. Yeah. But And everyone has a podcast now. Yeah, yeah. Um but I think the number one thing is consistency, which I have not done well. <laughs> well, we the, have not done well. <laughs> yeah. But the more consistent I think the more, you know, viewers you can reach because people want to be able to tune in every week. Right. Just like TV, don't you love looking forward to a new episode or whatever every right, week? Right. Yeah, so, so I mean you were telling me uh, about a show that
1: you were watching recently that you were going to recommend to us. What was it?
0: No, I don't know. You know, it was, it was X-Files. It was the reboot of oh, yeah, X-Files. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was just X-Files, yeah. Right. You guys would love X-Files. I, I loved X-Files, but it's definitely, it's 90s. Mm-hmm. But they just re, kind of rebooted it, sort of. Mm-hmm. And they have, like, one or two seasons out, which I haven't kept up too much, but right. I really like that 90s kind of, like, vibe of, like, sci fi kind of, right. I mean, it, it looks kind of crappy sometimes. Like, uh-huh. it's fun, man. The storyline's cool, too. I think you guys would really like it. And you also said you just finished... Uh Game of Thrones? Yeah, I just finished Game of Thrones maybe like a month ago. I watched oh, the okay. final No, maybe l- less than that. But yeah, so we finished Game of Thrones. Oh, we you talked know, about it on the last episode actually. Yeah, yeah. A little bit. No, I thought no, on that episode in April we talked about the opening of the of it. Oh, is of that that what that was that season 8 was starting. Yeah. yeah. But now I'm finished it cuz it was mm. only a couple It really wasn't that long. Mm-hmm. What's up with that? 6 episodes? <laughs> I mean, I knew they were yeah. hour and a half so yeah, call it tech. Let's just be f- maybe 12 or 13 episodes if you want to say you know, typically in yeah. episodes, a half an hour of, of a lot of shows. But these are like an hour. I thought they were going to be hour and a half, two hours.
1: Yeah, a lot of them were about just under an hour, I think.
0: Yeah. yeah. But in, in saying how a lot of people – there was a lot of feedback or, you know, that people didn't like it. Right, right. Right? But that battle scene, it was incredible. It was. It right? Was that that – If you just take that as the season in a way, Mm -hmm. that's incredible. Mm -hmm. It was so... It took them, like, what, 50, 60 days to film it? Right. That's so cool, dude. That episode was dope. Yeah. It was... uh,
1: And it was right around the time when Infinity Wars... I don't know. That's right. Yep. uh, Endgame uh, Endgame Endgame came on. So... And I was kind of reflecting on this the other day. Like, It's unprecedented the amount of people that watch... Game of Thrones, and mm-hmm. who are into it, and the buildup of Game of Thrones, so the season finale, and and uh, what happened in that particular episode, it is very similar to the Marvel universe, in which there's so many avid fans that are following these characters for years and years and years, and then to have it climax, and they both,
0: I think. Endgame came out within a week yeah, of that episode. It, that's what's insane, is we consumed some of the most incredible media right. within like a week period of the season finale of Game of Thrones, and yeah. Endgame came out. And there was actually something else, too, that I can't remember, that I remember thinking, what a world we live in. What a time to be alive. Yeah, yeah, like we're going
1: to reflect on this time as like, the, do you remember when... The season, well, not the season finale, but the final season, and they killed—was it the Ice King? the yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, or the Night King? The Night, Night King. King,
1: yeah. Or when they finally killed Thanos? Yeah. There's a there's very few moments in history where you can, where, people on a global
0: scale have like followed this, yeah. this thing over such a long period of time. I loved Endgame. Just like throwing it out there, it was great. It was really great. And Game of Thrones, eh? It didn't end like the way I wanted it to, yeah, maybe, yeah. but. When I think about the, the whole series, the mm-hmm. final bat that final battle, I mean, I, I enjoyed it. Even though I didn't watch all of it, right? I told you I kind of uh, stopped here and there, but uh-huh. it was enjoyable. The latest thing I watched, of course, Stranger Things 3 uh-huh. is out. We watched, I think, that in like three days. <laughs> Melissa and I, it was so good. I won't tell you anything about it, but because you guys watch Stranger Things? Uh, Jordan has watched part of the first season,
1: but I haven't even started, so I...
0: Oh, yeah, dude, that's what I would recommend then. If you're looking for a new, new something to watch... That, that's dope. Okay, here's the thing, though. It's, it's like a mix of Goonies, right? Do you like the movie Goonies? I love the movie Goonies. Okay, then you'll love Stranger Things. Because it's about these kids, basically, that are, like, doing something. Now, they're not, like, treasure hunting, quote-unquote. Uh-huh. But, um... Dude, it's, it's so good, at, Just adventure. And, like, it's very adventurous, very fun. There's a lot of lighthearted. You really like the characters. Like, you just... It's so good, man. Give it a shot. Like, it's. I it might know. take a couple episodes for you to figure out the niche that it's trying to do, but... Most, most shows are like that. So yeah. I usually
1: give it a few episodes.
0: Because it also you got, like, 80s. A lot of what they do... The, I think it's the Duff Brothers are writing, wrote, whatever, Stranger Things. Uh-huh. But they do a lot of, like... Homage to like Old 80s and 70s I, I like, uh, like horror a, movies And then Yeah like somebody King, like John Carpenter goosebumps. Yeah Yeah <laughs> that's right Now I don't catch All the references Because I wasn't born In the eight. I was born in 89 uh-huh. So like I didn't live In the 80s really I yeah, grew up yeah. in the 90s But Man it's just so Phenomenal dude It's it's so good I'm so happy With what Netflix Is doing mm-hmm. With their Original content They got no choice Because all yeah, this yeah. other content Is getting pulled off Netflix So it's like people are bummed, right? You're losing friends, they're getting, that's coming off Netflix, The Office is going off Netflix. Next year. Yeah, How I Met Your Mother is already off Netflix. I get it. I'm bummed. But also, I've seen these shows 700 times already. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like, I'm not that bummed because now it's forcing me to watch some new stuff, but. Uh. I do love throwing, like, friends on in the background while I'm, like, doing something. Right, right. It's a mindless... But what I like, though, is I think Netflix knew or knows they're losing things because each network is getting their own streaming service, basically. And I think it's forced them to, like, pretty much do original stuff Mm -hmm. in a way. I I think that might be part of it. I'm
1: sure that's part of it. But I know a lot of companies like Netflix and Amazon, they're trying to create this... All in one service, mm. right? So they don't want to outsource a lot of things. They they want to, everything's internal, just like how you want to like buy locally, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. So they, they create the content, they, and and then they, they create the cl- platform that everybody consumes it. So they're being
0: they're becoming self sufficient almost. Yeah, yeah. I mean, companies want that subscription based because that's just revenue comes in, and I like the, I feel like they're hoping people forget. You forget that you're um, that you signed up for, and then that's what happens,
1: right? Because, I mean, how often do you think about, oh, this is is the twelfth of the month; they're gonna charge my card for nine dollars, right, or whatever they charge it. It's like twelve bucks now, right? Yeah,
0: nobody's thinking about that. Yeah, it's crazy. I need to get some subscription service that people can just give me money monthly and give them (laughs) kind of half crappy content. (laughs) Well. Isn't that what we're trying to do? <laughs> Yeah, true, right? But hopefully um, this
1: content is a little bit more quality than yeah.
0: crappy. <laughs> well, here's what's cool, though, about, like, speaking of quality, I'm blown away with how high quality now, like, not major, okay, what, you know, like, you Hollywood movies, right? Mm-hmm. Really high quality. And then when people would do, like, their own original content, right. you would kind of tell, like, the cameras aren't as good, yeah. it's kind of a lot, acting isn't as good. Mm-hmm. But for whatever reason, right now, I feel like, original stuff like from Netflix is you can't tell Mm -hmm. that it wasn't in theaters right you know where that like this series wasn't recorded everything is and I don't know if it's because technology got better so like you can just record it just looks way better or what but you it's so good the quality of stuff being put out there even by just like regular people not like Hollywood and stuff it's so good right I mean part of it's I mean it's the overall
1: scaling of media that whole industry the whole entertainment industry is just scaling upwards one it's technology i mean the cameras that i buy i could have shot a movie that was hollywood worthy yeah 10 years ago and nobody would have known the difference when technology scales up more people get involved right there's more actors than there have ever been in the history of the world like there's more people that are getting into video um so as just – as the entire industry scales, obviously, the quality of everything scales. Again, what a time to be alive. Right. Right? Which is why you get like global, you know, phenomenons
0: like uh, Game of Thrones. Yeah, yeah. Everyone is watching it yeah, basically in Endgame, uh, right? Uh, everyone is watching it. Everyone – I loved how you could just tell like when it was coming – came out like with that first week or so, you just talk to someone and say, did you see it? Yeah. And they know exactly what you meant, right? Yeah. They know that you're talking about Avengers Endgame. Right. And that's just that just was fun. Now I know you are a
1: huge Harry Potter fan, and that was a very similar, yeah, like build up. I don't know how long it was from the first episode to the final episode, but um, what? How do you? How would you compare her, the
0: build up of Harry Potter personally? Yeah, yeah. That one's a hard one though because. With the Harry Potter, we already read all the books. Right. Everybody, right? I was talking to Jordan. She's like, I used to wait in line midnight for the release. And I'm like, I know, me too. Yeah, yeah. Uh, But with Endgame, what's so interesting about Marvel is the comics are out, right, basically. Mm -hmm. But there's so many comics and so many Mm storylines and so many universes and this and that. You have no idea which one they're going to do. Right. And then not only that... Huh? Or if they're gonna stay true to any of exactly, things. yeah. Or if they're just gonna try and make their own way, sort of. Right. Which I think is what they. I don't know comics well enough to know like if Endgame followed like a very specific way it was done in the comics or not, or how much of the, their own spin the Russo brothers put on it.
1: Yeah, I'm not sure. I know the first Avengers, um, they took some of the themes from the actual comic, but the way it played out was very different. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I'm sure I'm sure that's similar throughout the entire Marvel universe. So that's what I would say
0: was different for me then. Harry Potter, I was so excited. You knew what was going to happen. But I knew what was going to happen. It was more just like, everyone's like, how are they going to screw this up? (laughs) What are they going to leave out from the book? Because (laughs) the books are so long. Um, It's a complete thing. So what's left then? The only thing that's
1: left is probably Star Wars. Yeah, Star Wars, Yeah. I mean, they're probably going to have their own
0: spinoffs, just like Marvel's going to have their own spinoffs. But yeah, as far as like a continual storyline, yeah, I can't think of any other major franchises that are that are still like the story is incomplete. Yeah, right. And though Endgame is it's done, it could be done right now, basically Avengers. But I mean, they're gonna they're coming out with Phase Four, right? They're doing more stuff. Yeah, yeah. But they got to establish a whole new villain, a whole new like everything, a whole new problem, basically. Mm. Um, so that'd be interesting.
1: I, I want to hear your take on uh, DC versus Marvel, Ugh. or as far as movies.
0: Yeah. Man, the DC movies are so bad. <laughs> I mean, that, it's just, I don't know what they're doing wrong, but it's just so bad. The acting just doesn't seem good, and that, I don't know if it's a casting issue, but I get excited about who they cast, and then it, they, it just sucks. Like, uh, I was okay, um, Suicide Squad, right? Mm-hmm. I felt like that had some potential. Yeah, it was an incredible cast. Yeah. And Jared, Jared Leto? Is that say his name? Jared Leto. Jared Leto. Somebody. Yeah, he was Joker. Joker. And I was like, this could be an interesting take. It was horrible. It was so It was so horrible. I just did not really enjoy it. Like, I, I like it because I'm easily entertained. Mm-hmm. But as far as, like, the quality and the content and most of the movies just don't seem to have like that substance or that like thing to keep me Superman versus Batman I was excited right they fought for like a minute and then realized you just know what's gonna happen they both realized oh we're good guys we need to get the bad guy yeah that's the movie right yeah I mean, I I, have... I've
1: probably said this before on the podcast but I think the one thing that DC gets wrong is the villains yeah if you think about the two uh, the two most successful and most renowned DC movies. They're
0: both Batman. Yeah. There's the Joker and then Bane. Yeah, Dark Knight and then what? Batman Beg- I just watched actually recently Batman Begins and Dark Knight Again. Yeah. And then what's the last one? Batman, um... Uh, oh my gosh, um it's not care. Batman Forever. That's the old one in the 90s. <laughs> uh, huh? The Dark Knight, Dark Knight Rises. Rises. Yeah. Yes.
1: So, th- both of those villains were extremely compelling and believable. Yeah. yeah. Right? Um, when you get a villain like what was it Steppenwolf or something from yeah. Justin all he wants to do is just destroy everything right it's not a very compelling motive yeah but the Joker has a very compelling motive right he doesn't believe in the goodness of people and he thinks people are inherently evil and he wants to show the world like that this these people like deserve to die yeah and Batman thinks the opposite there's good in people right so it's this it's this it's not just a battle between two people it's a battle between two Ideologies, very, yeah, yeah, very um, you know deep set ideologies. The same thing with Bane. It was a similar motive, but um, they're believable. They're compelling. Thanos, right? Mm-hmm. He uh, he thinks people just don't appreciate, or the, the only way to the, to move forward with life is to kill enough people so that the resources are yeah they're overpopulating the earth right. we
0: gotta get rid of everyone so which not is a very compelling away. argument you know? yeah you people, almost want to side with the villain right you're almost like he's not wrong exactly
1: so yeah. it, it makes you mo- more interested it makes you more uh, you know how are they gonna resolve this by by um, accommodating what the villain thinks and also you know them actually saving yeah. saving the people that uh, the we think are right you know so I, I think that's one thing that, that DC just doesn't yeah think too much about. I feel like every villain is just world domination and destruction, yeah. which
0: gets old. Yeah, well, and I don't—is it—I guess a lot of movies are like this, but I feel like, too, DC is trying to do it a little more— I feel like there's not really much blood or gore. Not that I need that, mm-hmm. but I feel like DC, besides Dark Knight, that was kind of dark, right? Right. But, like, for some reason, it's just a little more tame— I feel like maybe it's not maybe it's just in my head but um yeah I'm not sure I don't know I, you know what movie I did like and my friend I was talking to my friend the other day about this and he did not like the movie really but I liked it uh, Shazam did you see Shazam? I did I got through the first 15 minutes and then I just ah so you didn't race. like so it either I, yeah. I, I, maybe I gotta give it a chance yeah yeah. Well, I think though I love one of my favorite movies is Big with mm-hmm. Tom Hanks mm-hmm. right I love that movie Shazam is Big with superheroes I've only seen that movie as a kid. Yeah. Right? It's a little kid in a big man's body. That's oh, okay. what Billy yeah. Batson is. He's yeah, a little yeah. kid in a superhero body. So you're like watching a 13-year-old try and be a grown-up superhero, and that's intriguing to me. Right. So I think I watched the first 15 minutes, and there was there was so many storylines going on. Yeah. That I was yeah. just like,
1: I don't know who to care about. And I don't know if I care enough to keep watching. Yeah. So I, I probably just have to give
0: it another chance to figure out, like, who, who am I rooting for in this yeah, story? Yeah, yeah. And I always enjoy those lighthearted breaks from, like, typical movies. So that's why I like mm-hmm. Guardians of the Galaxy a lot. The timing of that was great. An There's Ant-Man. And Ant-Man. Yeah. So much seriousness going on. And then, boom, yeah, yeah. you hit him with these, like, more lighthearted type yeah, yeah. characters. So I like that about Shazam. Uh-huh. But overall, man, I'm not, I don't enjoy DC. Either. I see them, because I, except I haven't seen Aquaman because I heard it's terrible. Maybe I'm objective. uh, Bias? Yeah, I have bias towards Jason
1: Momoa, but... He's just a fun guy because I follow him on Instagram. He's a, he's a rock climber. Yeah. So uh, he's funny too. And my buddy, uh, who's a videographer, is actually shooting his uh, his YouTube series. Oh, that's so, cool. Yeah, yeah, phone. yeah. Yeah, because so, for
0: those that don't know, right, he's a local guy.
1: Yeah, yeah. So he's from Hawaii. He came down when the, um, the satellite was being planned. Or oh, not the satellite, though. Telescope. The telescope was being planned. Oh, really? Right? I didn't know that. I think several years ago. And he, he stood with the protesters. Oh, wow. We're standing there now, but I don't know. I mean, he's not there. Yeah, there's a whole other thing going but on. Yeah, there. so I have a bias towards him. Um, So I watched the movie, but I just love how he's bringing uh, Polynesian culture and making it more mainstream. Sort of like The Rock. Yeah.
0: Um, So I just appreciate that. So I watched the movie. I I enjoyed it. It was was pretty terrible. (laughs) Yeah. Well, I should see it then just to give it a shot, but yeah. I heard The Rock is going to be in Shazam. Really? It's going to be Black Adam, if you know who that is from the... I don't know too much about him, but it's kind of like the... Villain-ish guy in hmm. Shazam. Basically, he's the counter to Billy Batson. Basically, they're the oh, same I exact see. kind of power and ability, sort of. Oh, interesting. Um, and yeah, I think he's just really popular. But I heard he's going to be in Shazam, like the next villain. I don't know why I just thought of this. Do you remember the
1: movie um, Hancock? Oh, I love that movie. The, yeah, was, was that DC? I don't know. I don't even know if that followed a comic. It is. Book yeah, one. yeah. It's is a it? superhero movie. Yep. That. I really liked that movie. It was so good, yeah. Because it was like the antihero. Yeah. It's just
0: completely unexpected. He's just a standalone Right. Like it's a standalone there's like no idea. Um It's a standalone movie basically. Yeah. It it's doesn't not relate to, to anything else. I don't sorry. know where it, I think it's um we should look that up real quick. I think Hancock is DC. I don't know though. But that's so funny you bring that up. And it's funny too, because isn't um what's the movie he was in with the zombies? Will Smith? I am Legend. Uh, I am Legend. Isn't that a comic book too? I just oh. like the idea of that movie of having somebody that people are just trying to make into the hero. I think it may not be either. It could just be like a superhero. Yeah. Hmm. I wonder if they're making a second one. I heard they are. According to this thing here. Interesting. Be if it's so on awesome. IMDb, there's like a fifty percent chance that it's, tra-
1: <laughs> that it's uh, actually going to get into production. A lot of these movies, they like they get slated, but. They don't, they don't get any producers. Yeah, they, no they just say it. <laughs> that.
0: Oh, yeah, we're going to maybe do it
1: to yeah. generate buzz. The, actually, speaking of the Italian job, they've been talking about doing another Italian job for like the longest time based in Brazil. Oh, wow.
0: With Mark Wahlberg. The Brazilian job. Is that really what it's going to be? <laughs> oh, my gosh.
1: <laughs> no, that's cool. No, um, I'm not sure. I, I know they've been talking about it for a long time,
0: but it's never actually come around. Yeah, but I mean, basically... We're, what have you been watching then? So I've been watching Stranger Things. I just finished it. We have. I think we're gonna watch the other one you recommended to us, The Hundred. The Hundred. Yeah, my wife has been watching
1: that uh, constantly. She'll watch it at. The, she'll listen to it just in the background. Really? Yeah. I gotta check it. I appreciate her
0: taste in media, by the way.
1: Yeah. I mean, or we're, TV show, it's very stuff. different from mine. So there's a little bit of. I have to give it a chance. Yeah. Um, one thing we did watch recently, though, that we both really enjoyed was Jack Ryan. It's oh, a short yeah, yeah, yeah. series. Yeah, that was on Amazon, right? Yeah, Jack. Uh, it's it's uh, a. It's the guy from The Office. I, I don't know his.
0: Oh yeah, John Krasinski.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So he he's a CIA <laughs> person, uh, and it's a Tom Clancy series. That's right. As far as like it's production seasons? quality, yeah. And you don't oh, know no, no. that I think it's only one season. Oh, okay. Yeah, In high quality. Pretty high, yeah, high production quality. Like something I would like to liken to like a Hurt Locker, oh
0: or yeah, the yeah green okay, zone or something
1: like that. Yeah. If, you, if you like those types of like conspiracy or not conspiracy, what is like government,
0: yeah, CIA yeah, yeah. stuff where they're trying spies, to, yeah, yeah, that's something like fun. It. Yeah, uh, Don, the guy was the guy that helps us. He um was like either interested or wanted to watch it or something like that. I don't actually have Amazon Prime. I mean, I, I'm a Prime member. I'm, like, added on to someone else's Prime. Oh, I see. So, like, I don't get access to the video, Prime Video. Oh, interesting. And isn't it on Prime Video? Yeah. So, I get it through my Amazon Prime account. So, whoever... Is it... No, my dad has Amazon Prime, and he added me as, like, a... Do you have his login? Like, I have my own login. He added my account, like, under his. So, I just get all the free shipping. That's it. Oh, I didn't even know you could do that. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I think you have to be a... Whatever so shop, Thanks, Dad,
0: for hooking me up with that. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I think you just have to be an Amazon Prime member. Which now they own Whole Foods. Which is great, by the way. You know they have Prime Days? You go in there, there's a, yeah, yeah. There, I saw a thing on the wall, like, pizza, you can get... Pizza is usually, like, seven bucks a slice or something like that. Mm-hmm. But on Fridays, two for five. <laughs> so stuff like that is, like, awesome. It's two for eight usually during the week, right? At least yeah. here in, in Hawaii. I
1: don't know how much it is.
0: Wait, what is? Is it seven bucks a slice and then it's two for eight now?
1: Yeah, something I like that. Like Three fifth. No, no, no four fifty a slice. At least oh, the. Oh yeah, I mean, yeah, that's what right. it is. Yeah,
0: yep, yep, Millie.
1: Okay. I mean, prices are probably way different wherever, wherever you're listening from. Yeah, wherever you're listening from. <laughs> yeah,
0: <laughs> but yeah, like I like that they own Whole Foods because I found that it like has made things a lot cheaper. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, but the, you ever go to the Whole Foods over here in Colma? A couple times. Horrible. So like the food and stuff is great, the store is great, but the setup and layout is horrible. Oh yeah, yeah. no, it's just so a super bad,
1: inconvenient location.
0: So like, okay, listen, I got a good story. You go up to the sandwich dude, we, right? We
1: gotta, we gotta activate a Nick Wilkie rant. Yeah, like, you're about, drop. To, you're about to get one. I got two for the it. Nick
0: Wilkie rant. <laughs> <We should get laughs> barry, whatever. Um, no, so you go up to the counter, and there's like a guy there that like makes your sandwich, and they have like, there's like pizza person burrito person sandwich dude right and the way the system works the system's the most trash ever you go in and there's like a piece of paper you take you fill it out with what you want you know your, I want white bread roast beef whatever mayonnaise and then you put it back in this the tray next to it and then the sandwich guy will stare at you filling it out when you put it in the tray he'll then grab it and make your sandwich and I get it because if there's a lot of people like mm-hmm. they need a way you know to do it they should just get a screen that you just tap right. make your order and then they print it out that would be better um, i'm standing there and i there's like a you know you put your paper in and then if someone else puts their paper in it goes on top of your paper <laughs> right And the guy will just pull from the top to make the sandwiches. So I put my... He's currently making a sandwich. I fill out my paper, put it in there. And I'm now kind of waiting, watching him, like, to the side, like, watching him go through his thing. And then when he goes... And then a bunch of other people, like, four or five, put their orders on top of his. So then I just leave. (laughs) I'm not going to get my sandwich anytime soon because I was on my break from work. So, like, the system is... Horrible That's because odd. you're not getting first come first serve. Right. It's so I should have took my paper out and put it back on top. Right. Or something. So that irritates me. But then, so I think they've changed it a little since then to where like you just go up and the guy says, "What do you want?" So you kind of wait in line. What and you he, mean you have to talk to people? Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. You can't just like get a computer to do it. So I, I go there pastrami sandwich. I really wanted one the other day. It was like it's, they're like nine bucks. Not bad. And the thing is really huge. Right. Right. So. I was like, I wonder how much they'll charge me for double meat. So I tell the guy, I'm like, hey, man, give me double meat on that thing. He goes, seriously? It's already pretty big. I was like, yeah, how much is it? He goes, I think a dollar. I was like, what? I was like, okay, make that sucker right now. So <laughs> I'm going to go buy a loaf of bread. <laughs> he makes it, dude, and I swear to you, it was like, you can't see what I'm doing with my hands right now, but it was this big. This is about eight inches yeah. tall. So I cut it in half and ate half of it then and half later. And, and I got it rung out of the register and it was like 10 bucks. I would have just went and bought like a loaf of bread. Yeah. Dude, and the guy, like when he's making the sandwich, he kept telling me, I can't believe how cheap this is. It's only a dollar. This is crazy. He goes, you should just – I told the guy, yeah, I should just order 10 of them and just stock up on lunch meat at my house. That guy it's doesn't so work so anymore. <laughs> so, okay. So he made the sandwich. It was great, right? So maybe a couple days later, I'm like still thinking about the sandwich and how good it was. So I go back in again and I get the guy a pastrami and I tell the dude it's a different guy mm-hmm. tell him double meat and he goes alright man I think that'll be two bucks extra so now I'm like okay first of all you don't even know how much double meat is just making it up second of all two dollars is still great <laughs> that's still awesome right so I got the sandwich again and got it still made still less than Subway yeah and then um I think maybe like two weeks later or something right I'm gonna get the sandwich again because it's like so cheap yeah it's not good for you though to eat that much pastrami right but um the guy, he, I think he doesn't know how much it is. I think I end up, like he's still confused. I end up getting it. I think it was two dollars or something, right? So the, what they do is they print out a, a ticket of nine dollars, put it on, and then they print out another ticket and they put it on the other side of the sam like pa- package oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. for two dollars. So the guy, at the register needs to scan twice mm-hmm. your sandwich. So one for nine, one for two. So I got like a little bag of chips in the sandwich scan it. I pay with like Apple pay real fast. I'm walking out and I'm like, I get into like where I'm going to work and I'm like thinking, I was like, wait, I only paid $5. I was like, what the heck? What, you know, what is going on here? So I go and I sit down come to find out the guy only scanned the $2 receipt or or, um, ticket on there. And then my chips and it ends up being like five bucks. So now I'm in like a little bit of a conundrum because I just basically stole this sandwich. Right, because they right. only charged me for the so I was, there's no I was, had to go back to work. there's no way I could have like got that fixed because um, you only have a
1: certain amount of
0: time on, yeah, play. I only had like a fifteen minute break or whatever, and it took five minutes to make the, ten minutes to make a sandwich or whatever, um, so I was like, man well, what do I do? well, I ended up I didn't feel that much, that bad about it because they ate that sucker and then ate the other half later, but well, why um you? yeah, I, I did feel like a little bad because I felt like I kind of stole the sandwich mm. from them, but everyone I asked just told me. It's Amazon, bro. They, they have the money for that. <laughs> yeah. But they what can you afford think? to give you some meat. What do you think I should have did? Uh, I
1: mean, honestly, if it was me, I probably would not have done anything. There. I probably would have felt a little bad. But yeah. uh, just thinking about what it would have taken to rectify that, you would have to go back in there, have the guy print out another sandwich label, walk to the guy at the counter without the sandwich, just the label, have
0: him scan it. Yeah. Charge your card. <laughs> and I feel like too, if I would have just taken like let's say I ate my sandwich and saved that wrapper or whatever right. and go back in and tell the manager, hey, the or guy scanned this, this one, whatever. <laughs> I feel like they still would have been like, oh don't worry about it. Yeah. Like don't what's waste it, my time. Really, what is really nice we made a mistake, take it. Right. So Well and the thing is like Amazon or if
1: you've returned anything from Amazon, like there's basically no criteria.
0: Oh yeah, yeah.
1: You can return anything to Amazon. It's like Costco almost. Yeah. But they're pretty Lacks like they're more interested in getting stuff out.
0: They just want the customer yeah. service and to get the stuff out. Yeah, they yeah. don't really. For them, I think they'd rather just eat the cost of the return than right whatever. I've always wondered that because recently I had this, I had another scenario where I ordered these flag football like belt flags things. There's a right. bunch of friends wanted to play. They delivered it to the wrong house, but I didn't know that, mm-hmm. and it was late, and we didn't even get to use them for the game, right? So, I was super bummed. I emailed Amazon. Man, I never got them. they mm-hmm. refunded me right away. Maybe, uh, the next day, I'm like, I got that re- No joke. Right. I got the refund. The next day, my address is 3233, right? Mm-hmm. So, I'm, I'm walking up the street, and I come to an address that's 3333, and I see it on the, like, I just... I'm 3233. Three, three. I'm right. walking up the street and I, for whatever reason my eye just caught the address of this house I'm walking near because right. I'm walking my dog. And all of a sudden I'm like, oh my gosh, what if they just delivered it to the wrong address? Mm-hmm. Two and three kind of look similar. You know, yeah. like just so one I look the and around the side of their house, over their gate, is a package from Amazon. And I <laughs> and could just see name, Yes, I could <laughs> see my name on it. And I think, oh my gosh, that's the package. Right. So the no one's home at the house. So I go to the neighbor. And I tell him, hey, this is gonna sound weird. I'm not like creeping in this dude's house, but that's my package. Mm -hmm. And the UPS guy must have just put it over the fence, so I totally could have grabbed it. But I felt uncomfortable, one, just reaching in and grabbing the package. So I felt at least if I tell the neighbor, Mm -hmm. who knows the person that lives there, you know, at least we got mm-hmm. an eyewitness that can explain what happened. So she's like, oh, well, let's just go get it. So she's like, I know them. I'll let them know. So we yeah, go yeah. and I get my package. And um, it ended up, that's exactly what happened. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm, I'm assuming it got delivered to the wrong place. And the neighbor, I followed up with her. She talked to the lady I took the package from. And it was fine. No one, No one minded. But I already got my money back from Amazon. And I was like, I have no idea what to do. Like, should I email Amazon and say... I actually got it they the amount it. of
1: time that it would take for them to process everything on the phone is just not worth it
0: but yeah so I didn't do anything about it yeah. but I still feel a little bad about it that yeah, I kind of course. got I think it was like 60 bucks worth of like football flags for know. free kind of a lot of money because I ordered two sets right now uh,
1: speaking of Amazon um, I watch have you ever heard of Vice yeah oh, yeah, yeah yeah on, uh, on what is it, HBO yeah so they had this segment about um, Amazon fulfillment centers okay if you familiar with these tell me about. it. I think I I'm so, aware, but for for me at one point I was I'm I own my own business. I'm always looking for like ways to like make money and stuff. Yeah. And at one point I was like, well, I learned about these Amazon fulfillment centers where you can import stuff or you can send stuff to these fulfillment centers and then sell them on Amazon and Amazon takes care of like the actual fulfillment of the order. Okay, so somebody yeah. buys it on Amazon and they're the ones that, you know, pack it up, send it to them and process the payments and all that kind of stuff. So I was like, maybe I'll just start importing stuff from, I don't know, China or whatever. There was a segment on Vice that covered uh, fulfillment centers. These fulfillment centers are enormous. We're talking hundreds of yards long and, you know, hundreds of yards. It's like huge warehouses. Yeah. And they basically house, I don't know what the region it covers is, but it's, a, it's an enormous region where everything that's ordered from Amazon in this, say, I don't know if it's as big as California or Yeah, anywhere, yeah, but, and
0: whatever area. Yeah, say Southern California, orders right. for So everything
1: comes from there, and it's every single product you can think of, unless it's shipped directly from the manufacturer, which it's not because Amazon does
0: it for so cheap. Like, I would never take the time to go ship something out myself. So, okay, right. let me get this right for a second. Let's say you want to sell a Chinese trinket of some sort, right? So, right. let's say you order 700 of of them right. from China. They don't even go to your house. They go right to the fulfillment center? Well, you can order – so, there's actually uh,
1: manufacturers in China that they, – they know the process of Amazon Fulfillment Center. So, you can you can um, tell them, like, I want it sent to this this location – and I want you to put these labels on it, I want you to have the UPC code because they need to process it in there, like it needs to have this. It's basically this whole process that they've already worked out and you just need to fund the processing of yeah. it. So you just gotta buy it and then fill out all the like little intricate details for the Amazon Fulfillment Center yeah. to take it in and then also label it and package it and put it in a, pl- whatever, whatever all the details huh. are. So this is from every corner of the yeah, country that yeah, yeah. people are shipping stuff in, buying stuff, sending to the film, film center. So when you buy something on
0: Amazon – Yeah, let, let's just say rubber duckies. Yeah, r- rubber duckies buy, from China. You bought 700 rubber duckies yeah. from China right. and now these duckies are going to be packaged and labeled individually somehow. Right. So on Amazon, you'll read – it will say rubber duckies and then it will
1: say buy something.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um a lot of times it'll say like some username.
0: It looks like a username or something like that. Yeah, because I've seen two did. different ways to buy things sometimes. Yeah. Sometimes it's, there's no way to buy it from Amazon and it says see all other buying options. Yeah. So you click that and it goes to like people. All these different people who offer that same product, who got it maybe in a similar
1: way. Yeah. But they're all offering this product through their username and their um, their account basically. Yeah. So and so that's what that is, is all these people. So I was looking into that. Okay,
0: okay. So you wanted to be the see all other buying options guy.
1: Right. So I wanted to buy rubber duckies and sell them in the U.S. for a competitive rate. Yeah. And I figured, you know, the amount of people that buy rubber duckies is incredible, so I'll just get a tiny slice of that and I'll make a bunch of money. Yeah. Um, Turns out for me, it just didn't make sense because the amount of time it, it takes to actually coordinate everything and the... I was talking about all those details that need to be yeah. right from China to the manufacturer. Like, it's, it's just a lot. It so t- sounds time-consuming in a yeah, way. Yeah, so it's its own job in itself. It's very profitable, but y- you have to put a lot of time and effort and get really, really familiar It's almost
0: like it. faster for you just to hold the 700 ducks at your own house, and when they get bought, just throw it in a bag, put a label on it, and ship it out.
1: Uh well the whole reason the fulfillment center exists is because they will do it for cheaper than the uh, time that it takes okay, to okay, you yeah. for you to do it. Like me for to ship something out, even if it takes me fifteen minutes, it's probably gonna take them fifteen seconds. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So there's no way I'm gonna outdo this process. But so I was looking at that and the the segment on Vice actually revealed why it's so much cheaper for Amazon to fulfill orders huh. than, than you to do it, and yeah. why everybody's doing this. And it covered all of these people that work in Amazon fulfillment warehouses. They, um, it, it's literally just manual labor, right? They have yeah. like this, let's just call it a device, like a, like a phone on, yeah. in their hand. And say you place an order on Amazon. It comes through their processing, like I'm a worker there, and I say, okay, I gotta fulfill this guy's order. He ordered this, this, and this. This one person, I think, fulfills that entire order. So if you bought, like, a baseball bat, and you bought laundry detergent, and then you bought a camera, those aren't very similar items. Yeah, they're all so different, yeah. They're they're kept on opposite sides of the warehouses. Now, I said this warehouse is hundreds and hundreds of yards. They just
0: can't walk over, grab the bat, walk
1: over, grab the camera. There's a timer for them to actually retrieve each item. Huh. It and it's usually in seconds. How do they retrieve it? They walk. Really? So you they'll get an order, they'll say, you gotta get this item from this section, E3 or whatever. Yeah. So they, you have 20 seconds to get there. You walk there, you grab the item, you scan it, put it in your cart, you have to get now this item from, you know, BB seventeen, which is across the entire warehouse, and you have forty seconds to grab it.
0: So they kind of have factored in how long it should take a person to go from this one spot to the other, exactly. and they maybe give you ten more seconds or whatever, or something, and boom. Right. It's so in there.
1: there might be a little bit of lee- leeway yeah. time, but the the way they're doing it is super inefficient, and all these workers are they're basically like whistleblowers saying like these these conditions that we're working in. I walk ten miles a day for fifteen dollars an hour, and if I try to take a bathroom break. They'll get fired depending on how much time that they're behind that they didn't fulfill their
0: – Yeah, their order? yeah yeah because then yeah. that's impacting the customer getting their product in, right. in the promised time. So
1: that's the way that Amazon is able to say like if you order within these many hours, we can get it to you by tomorrow. But what you don't know is that you're making some, some person walk – and and like oh my gosh and
0: if they have to use the bathroom I did not know this I did not know this yeah
1: if they have to use the bathroom like they just gotta hold it otherwise they literally get fired because they can't fulfill the order in the that makes
0: total sense though of how they do this right?
1: So, So looking in hindsight, like, I'm very glad I didn't become an Amazon Fulfillment, like, investor and and start... Yeah, because you maybe don't want
0: to contribute to those work conditions. Right. Right, you know.
1: Yeah, you can look it up on YouTube. Like, there's all these people that are complaining about work conditions in Amazon Fulfillment Centers. And then they did the the video on, or the the segment on Vice. And it's just, like, it's practically, it's basically inhumane. Yeah, yeah. Like, the way they're doing it. Huh. But the thing is, like, Amazon has taken over... The world. The entire, they've taken over brick and mortar stores, Oh commerce yeah. is basically all Amazon. How like,
0: many times have you been in a store, looked at something on the shelf, and then you open your phone up and check it on Amazon to compare right, prices? Even,
1: even yeah, huh. all these people that used to work in, like, department brick and mortar stores, like, they now have jobs at the Amazon Fulfillment Center. Yeah. At maybe the same pay, but now it's just a super strenuous and, like, stressful job that a lot of people
0: are like complaining about it, and there's a lot of controversy over it. So real quick, if you were selling these rubber duckies, they will house them at the fulfillment center for you. Yep. And you just pay Amazon a rate. They'll to house store them.
1: Yeah, they'll house them for me. I pay less than ten I think it's like four or five cents for them to create a label for it. Um, and then they take care of all the shipping. Like it's just all inclusive that you just pay them to do everything. But all those tasks are distributed over so many different people, and they're getting so low wages that it just doesn't—it's not fair.
0: Yeah. Them. Huh. That's crazy. I mean, I know there's even some places you can get it same day. Yeah. If you live, if you order it soon enough and mm-hmm. live close enough and this and that, and then um, my brother—he lives in like kind of outside Seattle. And I think there's a lot of places like this, but they have like a storage locker. And if you buy something on Prime, you just go to your this this like place, and oh, you and put you in your code. It yeah, wow. Yeah. And then you can even um ship stuff out there. So if you got something that you didn't want, return it. You just bring it to the locker, mm. put in your you like go to the machine, scan something from your Amazonic you know order or whatever. It opens the locker for you, and you put it in there. Mm. I use I, Amazon. All. I love getting stuff from Amazon. Isn't it? It's fun.
1: It's fun. But now it makes me think twice. Like, do I you know. The, the whole free shipping because nobody's paying for the shipping that's why that's why they're paying them $15 an hour because it's free shipping yeah like huh. now I think twice like every time I order something like who, who am I inconveniencing and like what kind of work conditions am I contributing to
0: because I want my stuff that's true yeah hmm at least you're thinking about it man that is good I feel like sometimes I let some of that stuff fly under the radar for sake of convenience. Yeah. I'd almost rather not know because just, then I could just keep right. living in bliss yeah. um, and just be – I just love convenience. Mm-hmm. There's so much stuff in life that has that same issue. Yeah, basically – maybe basically a rule of thumb is if it's super convenient for you, Sometimes. someone else is getting
1: screwed. Yeah, there's <laughs> someone else on the other end that's suffering from that.
0: Yeah. Anyway, hey, dude, we didn't talk a lot about a lot about the stuff
1: that we're planning to, and I know we're running a little over on time. So
0: yeah, yeah. well, dude, we got tons more episodes we can do. So yeah. this is good, man. This is fun. <laughs> yeah. This is a good one. I, I'm excited. <laughs> I think I think people are going to enjoy this one. Um, but yeah, dude, why don't we wrap it up? i um, Anything else you want to add? No, no. Um, what's your uh your uh, new Twitter handle? Oh, yeah. So right now the Twitter is um, – you guys should really tweet us something. Yeah. It's um, – let me – I always forget we're what just, it is. Uh, we're
1: just making all this up. But if you guys give us some direction, if you guys want to hear us talk about some issues or even give us stuff to research, we'll go ahead and do that and we'll you know give our takes on it. Um, but Twitter gives us uh, the opportunity to like – Reach out to you guys. And also, if we do, like, questions and stuff, you guys can vote on, on questions
0: and whatnot. We'll just have some fun on there. So right now, my the Twitter handle is at NWProject18. So N-W- at NWProject18. W- 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 yeah, so go
1: over there. Hit us up. Let's let's see what you guys think about, you know, Amazon, movies, whatever we talked about today. It would be great to see what you guys think.
0: And you can always email us at uh, N-I-C-K-W-I-L-O-K-E project at gmail.com. But um, tweet would be way easier. You're not yes. going to worry about emailing. So check it out. We'll um, we'd love to interact with you. That'd be fun. Cool. Well, thanks, bro, for coming on. This is awesome. We're going to be doing this a lot yep. more. We're
1: going to be doing this a lot more. So uh, hit that subscribe button. Share it with your friends. Make sure everybody yeah. knows about the Nick Wookiee project. See you guys next time.